This is Richard Cloutier Reports on 680 CJOB. As many of you know, I have two. I'm blessed with Finn boys, nine years old, and they're in grade four. And when this topic came across my desk, I wanted to jump all over it because it's been a point of conversation in our house. And I want to welcome to the program Kenny Spence. He joins us from across the pond. And he is an expert on uh, men in early childhood education. Welcome to Winnipeg. Welcome to the show, Kenny. Thank you very much, Greg. Good morning. Uh, good morning. And Ron Blatz is here. He's the executive director of Discovery Child Se- Children's Center right here in Winnipeg. And Ron, it's great to see you. Thanks for, for arranging for Kenny to come and visit with us. Maybe let's just talk about, is there an issue here that we didn't realize existed? And, and that's the lack or absence of men leading our children in early child uh, care situations? I think there's a problem. I think there's a big problem. I think most of our child care centers reflect the families of the 70s when mom, the women in the families took all care of all of the child care needs. And that's a very different story in Canada in 2016. And yet our child care centers aren't very reflective of how involved dads are and, and men are in the lives of young children. And so when you have a whole industry across Canada with 3% men and 97% women, I say we've got a problem. I just think there's a lot of men that should be doing this kind of work that aren't. And I think there's some reasons behind it. We'll f- talk a little bit more about the reasons and maybe some of the solutions. But Kenny, as I speak to you and I think about this situation, Ron says, you know, that this is potentially a problem. You think about the typical family years ago. And I know that the role in my house has changed dramatically versus the role my dad had in bringing up his three boys I take my kids to school most days. I pick them up most days. I see the teachers on a regular basis. Well, 20 years ago, that was never the case. In fact, we have a lot of stay-at-home dads now, but we also have a lot of homes where there is no dad. So talk about the, the conflicting values there and how more men in early childhood care and childhood development could make a difference and bring some continuity to those uh, situations. I think in terms of the emphasis we're now putting on men being involved in children's lives, we're getting it about right, which is that men should be involved. I mean, if 80% of your brain development happens before you're four years old, that means a lot of your social conditioning, your social reasoning is all happening at that point. If you have no men around, then, then you've got a really slanted picture in terms of what your view of the world is as a small child. And I think that, that the absence of men in children's lives isn't a good thing. And therefore, if we can get more men working in early childhood for those children who won't necessarily have men in their lives, then I think that's a real positive. I mean, does that go for boys and girls? I think it's equal for both of them. I think I don't think I learned how to be a boy from my mother. I learned how to be a boy and a man from my father. My mother wasn't very good at that. And I think that the little boys need that. But little girls also need to see what positive men can look like, what real men can look like what gentle men can look like, what friendly men can look like, rather than this picture that's often painted of the man as the pariah, rather than somebody who could be positive in their life. So has that been part of the problem, part of the issue of fewer men going to early childhood education? Has it been this perception of potential problems regarding predators or uh, anything like that? Why did this happen and how has it happened and did it happen quickly or just has it just happened over time? I think men won't come unless they're invited. And I think that's what the problem is. It has been that, that 
in any, in, you know, same with women getting into the boardroom, it wasn't until the boardroom decided that they needed to redress the gender balance that women started coming in. In Scotland, all the main political leaders now are women, bar one. So it, it has changed a long way. And the gender equality that's supposed to be happening is both from the way of women coming into more male-dominated environments and men coming into more female-dominated environments. And the biggest one of those is, is childcare. So there's been a push that if you want to have gender equality and gender diversity, you need to address it in both sides of the issue. Kenny Spence is joining us from Scotland, and that country has done some interesting things in terms of legislation to ensure a balance. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I want to go back to you, Ron, and that influence and that ability to be a role model for different things, different ways for both boys and girls. Because when you and I were of a, you know, when we were in our school years, there was always this concern that girls didn't like science, girls didn't like math. Well, they adjusted the curriculum, they changed things in order to make those things more welcoming to girls. Do we need to take the same sort of approach with what we're talking about this morning? Well, I, I think it's different, and I, I watch my men uh, work do the work of childcare at Discovery Center, and it's different. It's louder. It's has more risk elements involved. It's usually a lot more hands-on, a lot more play fighting, and that kind of stuff going on. And we just seem to do it different. No one asks us to do it different. But if you think of your uncles and your grandpa and your dad and how he plays with or they play with children, it's different than how women do it. And I think that diversity is just so, so important. I think men and women kind of reflect a little bit of a different part of the human experience. And I think to have the whole human experience laid out in front of kids is really, really important. And I think in our education system, surely uh, we have to watch that it doesn't become too feminized because I think there's some concerns of how well boys are doing in our school system and is it that boys are, are are stupid and not doing so well and they can't make it they're not as academic or has our system just adapted itself more to how girls learn than how boys learn how do dropout rates in high schools reflect that opinion that you just expressed that boys aren't dumber than girls but the dropout rates would indicate they don't get school the same way girls do yeah, I've heard Kenny speak about that, you know, and I think that the experience is kind of similar in Scotland and in Canada. I think it's probably in the 70% of high school dropouts are boys. And so we really should be asking ourselves, what is it about our school system that does, doesn't work as well for boys and what could we do? And I certainly think having a, a an equal presence of men in the classrooms is really, really an important thing. I can tell you at any given time, my staff will tell you five, ten kids that respond better to men. And they could probably tell me five, ten kids that respond better to women. I just think having them both is really important. And they're not necessarily the same gender that they're they're speaking with, right? Correct. There, there is effect on both. So, this idea that there might be some things that are acceptable in a classroom led by a man versus a classroom led by a woman. I'm talking about the classroom teacher or instructor or the or the or the uh, healthcare or healthcare the education support person, because a lot of classrooms have two people in them, if not more, there is there are things that are less acceptable in classrooms led by women. Is that fair to say, Kenny? Yeah, I think for boys, doing nothing is not an answer. If we've got a situation now here where you're talking about 70% dropout rate, the fact that we put so much money into girls doing maths and science was brilliant. I think it was a superb initiative. Couldn't agree more. But if we know how to do it right for girls... And we know that bringing more women into teaching maths and science was the way to do it for girls. 
having more men in the classroom to teach the boys surely has got to be the answer for the boys who's not who's not working for if men teach differently than women or interact with students differently I would guess that boys and girls in those classrooms, their attention is held in different fashions and you connect with those students in a different way as well. We know that boys mature at a slower rate. So therefore, when the girl gets to school at five or six and is prepared to sit down and listen, the boys still want to run about in the playground. He still want to get burn off his energy. He has less of a concentration level. It's expected that... that the the ninety percent of the referrals for educational psychologists for behaviour and everything in schools is boys. But boys are often spoken about as being problem boys, rather than looking about what's been taught to them and why those issues are rising for them. What are we teaching? We've now discovered that in Scotland, perhaps making the first year of primary school children sitting at their desk is maybe not necessarily the best way to teach them. Bring a bit more play in, and that's suiting the boys better. But what we haven't done yet is made sure that there's a balance. There's In one province in Scotland, there's 102 schools who have one man or no man at all. That should be an embarrassment. <laughs> we should be thinking, why are there not more men there? Right. And in early childhood, the picture's even worse. You know, it's only 4%, 5% men. Yet on in other aspects of society, Scotland's done a magnificent job of encouraging women to go into traditional men occupations representation. Is there a movement to to broaden that and to equalize the playing field uh, for men versus women and traditional roles for women in Scotland? Well, and Scotland has funded men in childcare for the last 15 years. The Scottish government and the state of Edinburgh has funded us to try and recruit more men in. So they are behind the initiative. Is it working? It is working. In Edinburgh, we have 8% men now. So it has had a significant effect. There are a lot of men. It's become a norm to have a man in a, in a childcare workplace. But it, it's still a long way to go. 8% is high by most standards. Sure. But very low by the fact that there's still 92% women. So although we're beginning to crack it. Have you managed to buck the trend, Ron? Is, this has been a conscious effort on your part? It has. I've learned some great lessons from Kenny Spence, and he kind of paints a picture. If you're a fisherman, you use different bait to catch different kinds of fish. You might even fish in different parts of the the river or the lake. And it's the same thing in my industry. If you want to get men into your field, you have to advertise and target your advertising to them differently than you would to women. And I, I learned some lessons from Kenny Spence, thought I'd take a little chance, and I put an ad in a local paper for one Saturday and I advertised a spot at Discovery Center saying, uh, looking for a few good men with the courage to work in childcare. Discovery believes gender balance is good for young children. I had 32 men apply for that job. Absolutely floored me because typically I would have one person out of 50 that would be a male applying for a job. 32 men in Winnipeg that Saturday looked at that ad and had the courage to apply. But that's because we threw out a welcome mat to them. And that is what we typically do not do. It's a women's industry. Women control it by and large. And if you don't throw out a welcome mat, men will just stay away because they don't believe it's for them. I've always wondered, uh, you know, nursing is a predominantly female occupation as well. And there are more and more men going into nursing, but it's still uncommon. And I, I've always wondered why. It's an incredible way to make a living. You have a cr- tremendous effect on societal outcomes. Teaching, early childhood development, same thing. You are such an integral part of creating and, and nurturing our society. I think to go back to the maturity thing, but most career choices are made when you're 16, 17, 18 years old. 
And boys at that point in time don't necessarily see childcare or teaching as a career. And I think that, that a lot of the guys that we've managed to get have been second career guys. Guys who've then gone into sure. industry or something else and decided, like you're saying, what a good idea that would be. To get to spend every day working with children and the rewards. What could be a better job? But it takes them a while. Whereas girls are... You know the the old adage, certainly in Scotland, is if, if you can't do anything else, go into hairdressing or childcare. And that's took a long time to change that, to professionalise the career, to realise it's a really important job and that, that the children need the best. Young children need the best. They don't need the second best, they need the absolute best. So now it's become much more, you know, qualified. Everybody has to be qualified or working towards a qualification to be working in it. It's, it's got much higher status and, it, and it's been better for the children. And men equally have come in. Kenny Spence is an expert on men in early childhood education. Men in Childcare is his organization, and Ron Blatz joins us. He's executive director of Discovery Children's Centre. We're talking about men, the effect that they have on education, and the fact that there are simply not enough men in our school systems, in our early years, in our childcare system. And we think that this is something that, that needs to change. You've convinced me. It didn't take long, Perfect. but by by personal by personal experience, I know that that this is something that that we need to have a balance. Before we let you go, though, Ron uh, Richard Cluche, who typically hosts this program, is going to be receiving an honor from you folks uh, tomorrow, and I want you to uh, share with our listeners uh, how you're honoring him. Yeah, on behalf of Pat Wedge and the Manitoba Childcare Association, uh, Richard has been. Uh, uh, He's going to be getting an award tomorrow at our banquet ceremony and uh, as a friend of childcare, he's been really, really supportive, done a lot of events on his own time for us and even, you know, hosting forums during the election and stuff over the years. And we just really find it helpful in a, a growing industry like childcare to have people like Richard out there in public uh, kind of supporting and encouraging us. Well, congratulations to Richard Cluche. And uh, I'm glad and I'm honored that I was able to be here while you were here today to make that announcement. We've got uh, lots of feedback from our listeners, but this is one that maybe encapsulates what a lot of us might be thinking when we're hearing about this for the first time, or if we've been thinking about it for a while, it is no different than male dominated professions where it is harder for women to make it into them. If you overrepresent women, women in the teaching workplace, men will naturally not want to do it. Is that oversimplification or is that hit it on the head, Kenny? No, I think that, that there should be gender balance in all professions. I don't think that, but what's not happening is the same movements that are happening about being a better balance with women in predominantly male professions isn't happening the other way around, nor not very quickly anyway. And I think, as I said, for it's a really important thing for children that we get this right. And so it's not necessarily about men, it's about children. It's about mm-hmm. making sure that children get the best start in life. Absolutely. And that's a great way to uh, flip the discussion on its ear because I, I, I think that that's the way we have to look at it. What's best for not only for our little boys, but our little girls. And, and you've been both emphatically said that there's a benefit to both genders here. Absolutely. Uh, boys, like Kenny said, they're going to look to men to see what it's like to be a man for a role model. And girls need to see men and, and know how we treat women and how we treat girls. They need to see us working, you know, side by side with women and, you know, and figuring out our problems together. And they may not always see that in their families at home. And so I think even just showing that, um, that kind of working together, men and women in the workplace and in a child care centre is really important. And how 
they need to be treated and how we expect boys to treat girls. And that respect has to be modeled. That relationship modeling, I think, may be as critical as the education piece. I think it's absolutely critical. I think, I think if your social and emotional reasoning is well developed in your early years, then, then that will stand you in good stead. And having gentle, tender, kind men in your life as early as possible can only benefit you. Uh, you know, I, I'm still working on this parenting thing, but I always tell my kids why I'm punishing them. I make it very clear. And then I ask them if they know why I'm punishing them. They have to tell me, but they also have to include the fact that they know that I want them to grow up to be good men, Mm -hmm. good husbands, and good fathers. And that if I didn't love them as much as I did, I wouldn't punish them. I would let them do exactly what they wanted to do. But that's part of the conversation every single time. Yeah, children need boundaries. Children need to know why things are happening. And I think that, that, but also, as I said earlier, my dad taught me how to be a boy. My dad understood when I was frustrated. My dad understood if I needed to run it off. My dad understood if I needed to play football. And I think that, that it wasn't necessarily about the action for him. It was about making sure that he got the conversation right. Keynote tomorrow? Yeah, keynote tomorrow at the Manitoba Childcare Conference at 9.30 in the morning. Um, quite exciting. Genuinely an honour to meet you, Kenny. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Ron, thanks for connecting us. Great to see you. Richard Cloutier reports on 680 CJOB.